0: got to talk.
1: I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. To the K-I-R-P radio show. I'm your host, Pudgy, and uh, you know, we're back ready to do this thing one more time, man. It's beautiful Sunday. It is uh, September 22nd, 2013, and uh, we are back in the house. Giving a shout out to everybody out there in all the colleges, everybody out there in all the prep schools, all my people out there at the State Capitol Rally NC. I see you. All my people over in Greensboro, North Carolina. All my family, my extended family, shout out to all of you guys. And uh, definitely a B.I.G. shout out to everybody who has uh, continued to listen to the KRP radio show. I really, really, really appreciate the love and support that we get. There's a lot of people that come on the show every Sunday. Or, you know, there's a lot of people that listen to the show and the delayed broadcast on com. You know, shout out to all of you guys, and, and, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing when I look at the statistics. We're over 14 million. Uh, we've had a little bit of a slowdown, but not a whole lot, you know, just a little bit of a slowdown. And, and I can blame it on myself because, you know, I've gotten rather busy over time uh, with a, a, a lot of community things at, at will. And, uh You know, I just try to keep my hands on the pulse of of, of the country, try to keep my hands on the pulse of the community. And, uh, you know, I got a big family, man. I I like to spend time with my family, and uh, I like to extend myself to other people who are out there trying to do things. So a lot of the times I'm trying to support other people in their efforts to uh, solidify the the well-being of the community and the state and, and this nation. So, you know, Get a little bit busy doing a couple things but it's all good no complaints uh we're working on i don't I don't know if you guys have heard me say before I'm pretty sure you know most people have heard me say that we're working on bringing other shows on the uh on the M3G network and uh that's taking a little bit of time i mean it it takes a lot to put together a radio show in the first place it takes a lot to put together uh uh topics It takes a lot to schedule guests, and, you know, schedules are crazy. A lot of the guests that I have on there are busy people. You know, we're all busy to an extent, but, you know, there's some of us that aren't doing much. But, you know, a lot of the guests that I have on the show are are always busy and are always out talking about the topics that we cover, and that's the reason that we, you know, try to book them and have them on the show. So just in trying to figure out, you know, how my schedule can – can meet their schedule needs or vice versa, you know, it, it gets to be a little bit complicated. So, you know, we've been looking at bringing other shows on the N3G network at the request of a lot of other listeners out there, and, and that's something that I've always wanted to do from day one. You know, I like to have different voices on the show and uh, you know, people that have that have a different look on, on, uh, on society, a different look on life, a different look on topics. You know, even if it's contradictory to what I believe, You know, I think that everybody has a voice. So, you know, I love to have uh, different, if you will, guests on the show and people that don't necessarily believe exactly like I believe, but, you know, I think that we can have a conversation. I believe that we can communicate and uh, we can talk things out. So in doing that, I've been seeking out, you know, several different people to uh, come on the KLP radio network, you know, come on the M3G network, and uh, share some of their experiences and their expertise, and, uh, you know, just have them on the show so they can share with you all, and, and you know, we can have a conversation. We can start with a conversation or start with some sort of communication. Uh, you know, we don't take a lot of calls on the show. We don't have a lot of callers that want to talk, that want, to, uh, that want people to hear uh, what they believe on certain topics, but we certainly have a lot of people that listen to the show, and I'm appreciative for that, but... You know, we just, we, a lot of people won't agree with some of the guests that I'm going to have on here in probably the next couple months. I'm going to say somewhere around October, November. So, you know, I'm expecting uh, the email to grow because we don't have a lot of callers. So I'm, I'm expecting the email and the personal inboxes that I get on social media uh, to grow. Uh, the conversations where, you know, some people will hear shows that we have and they'll pull us to the side or they'll pull me to the side mainly and, uh, you know, ask me about, you know, or what did you mean about this uh, when you said this, Pudgy, or what did you mean by that, or do you really believe this or do you really believe that? And, you know, 99% of the time, the, the things that I talk about on this show are are reflective of me. You know, there are things that I believe, and, and you know, they're my views. They're not the views of KRP Radio, but they are the views of the host and the owner, and that's me. So, you know, if you don't like it, you know, that's too bad. All I can do is ask you guys not to hate the other shows or not to, not to give them a shot you know, based off what you heard from me, you know, give these guys a shot because, you know, they're gonna put their heart and soul into it. And it just so may it, it just might happen that, you know, these folks might believe like you believe. They may not believe exactly like I believe, they might believe like you believe. So, you know, when we bring these shows on, I, I hope that you all will give them a shout and uh, you know, give them some support and at least give them the chance to listen to what they have to offer, okay?
0: Okay. Right, you
1: know I mean? like, okay. Anyway, moving along here, um, before we go to commercial, I just wanted to bring this, this news topic up. You know, we're talking about family tonight. We're talking about fatherhood. And, uh, you know, for, for if you're new listeners out there, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on the KIP radio show. But, you know, if you don't know me from being the president of the Love and Father Society or I love being a black father, those efforts, and I love being a white father and so on and so forth, if you don't know me from that walk of life, um, that's what I do. You know, I I try my best to be the most positive male role model in my children's lives. Um, I try to live, you know, I try to live up to their expectation of being a dad, of being a father, uh, uh, of of being a a, a leader of their household. So, you know, my organization, I love being a black father, Uh, partnered with my brother Rashad Woods. And, uh, you know, the Love of Father Society, we set out to to do some things that has never been done before. You know, we we set out to challenge some of the beliefs that people have uh in 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 the way that they deal with their families, in the way they deal with their children, in the way that they interact with each other. So in doing that we have to grow as well. There's some things that we learn, there's some things that we have to go through. Uh, you know, there's a lot of reading involved, there's a lot of meeting different people involved, so you know, I, I just want you guys to look out for that. We should be working on uh, some shows and, and some other things to that to the tune of that. But anyway, here's what I was getting at. Before I go to commercial break, I can't imagine what it would be like for my child to be, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of miles away from home, Uh a, a, away from a, you know a, a quick drive's reach, or you know away from a, at most a, a few hours plane ride you know a, across the country maybe, but I couldn't imagine what it would be like for my child to <clears throat> excuse me to be in uh, Nairobi, Kenya, you know in 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 Africa, and uh, for a mall to be attacked, basically by what we now know of as terrorists. Uh, I don't know who. I don't know if you guys are aware, but here's the story: uh, Kenyan troops battled late into Sunday night in a bid to end a terrifying standoff with Somali militants holding hostages inside of a shopping mall, a Westgate shopping mall, um, with police warning the death toll of 68 could could rise sharply. Uh, The army said it managed to secure most of the upmarket, part Israeli-owned Westgate complex, and that most of the hostages had been rescued. It said it was trying to bring the 36 hours. 36 hours that people were trapped into this mall and dying at the will of these terrorists. But it said it was trying to bring the... 36-hour-long bloodbath to a speedy conclusion. Imagine that, your child being stuck in that. Anyway, uh, security and intelligence sources told AFP that Israeli agents were also assisting in the operation, and Kenya's National Disaster Operations Center said a major engagement with the al-Qaeda-linked Shibab fighters was in progress. Uh, They quote, our concerns is to rescue all hostages alive, and that is why the operation is so delicate. The Kenyan Defense Force forces said in the, in the situation update, all, force, all efforts are underway to bring this matter to a speedy conclusion. Uh, they also went on to say the criminals are now located in one place within the building. Uh, we have a good chance to, to successfully neutralize the terrorists, as we hope for. Kenya President uh, Kenyatta said in a speech to the nation. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to continue on reading this. I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys have, have know about what's going on. Or have seen it on your local news source, or your world news, or, or what so what may have you. But you know, there's a girl uh, that has already made it out. She's from uh, North Carolina. I forget what city. I believe somewhere around the Charlotte area, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but you know, she wrote on her blog. I, I saw some news reports, or I'm sorry, read some news reports. You know where she wrote a letter to her parents, and you know she did some Skyping and she was just talking about what it was like being inside of the building. And, uh, you know, the way she explained this thing was, you know, basically uh, imagine yourself being in a mall and you're you're shopping and she was actually eating in the food court. And all of a sudden, you know, she heard all these loud bursts of gunfire inside of a mall. I mean, you know that echo had to be absolutely crazy. I can't even imagine what it would be like hearing gunshots inside of a mall. But anyway, she was at the full court, and all of a sudden, uh, a group of, she didn't, she wasn't sure how many uh, just ran up in the mall and just went on a tyrant, just shooting uh, any anyone in sight. So she made herself to uh, a couple department stores with a group of others, and uh, she, she was talking about how she could hear, you know, a couple doors down, how she could hear, you know, people basically being questioned and killed. You know, she didn't say what kind of questions these folks were asked, but you know, I, I just I couldn't even imagine, you know, that being my daughter. I couldn't imagine that being any one of my children, uh, being in Kenya and and, and me basically uh sitting here helpless. You know, what do you do when your child is is, is halfway across the world, almost all the other world, on the other side of the world, in a whole another continent and and something like this happens. You know, you hope that the things that you've taught them and and the conversations you've had, and the things that they've learned, and, you know, you, you hope that those survival instincts have kicked in, but let's face it, when we're from America, there's no way as a parent that we can really prepare our children for people kicking in doors or, or just running in a public place, spurring the place up. You know, there's no way that we could really... I mean, people, people talk this stuff, and people think that they can, but... There's really no way that we can prepare our children for that kind of onslaught. There's there's no way that we can prepare our children for that kind of danger, you know, that kind of horror. We we think that we can tell them what to do and how to react, and, and we hope and pray that they will react the way that we want them to react. But the truth of the matter is we don't live under those conditions in America. We're not used to things like that. I mean, we have school shootings. We have, you know, all sorts of horrible things that happen, But there's really still no way that you can prepare your children for something like that. So, you know, that's a little bit, uh, uh, that's kind of what we want to talk about tonight uh, in this part one of parenting. Uh, You know, how do we prepare our children for what goes on outside of our homes? You know, we're gonna talk about that, and and you know, we're gonna throw some statistics in there. We'll probably talk a little bit more about the story in Kenya. You know, when we come out from these messages here, you know, we're just gonna get down into it, man. And and you know, we're gonna get a little personal. We're gonna talk about some things that we go through on a on a personal standpoint. Standpoint. You know, not just uh, things that happen on the outside of our homes, but also things that happens on the inside of our homes with maybe other relatives or family friends or or things of that nature. So. You know, keep it locked right here, man. You listen to the number one black conservative talk radio show, Southeastern United States, and we cover all topics. Even topics that conservatives don't like, even topics that you don't like, that your mama don't like, your daddy don't like, it don't matter. We talk about a little bit of everything here on the KRP Radio Show. If you're listening to the show via phone, make sure you check us out on KRPRadioShow.com. Also, BlogTalkRadio.com backslash KRPRadioShow. You can also check us out by dialing six one nine six three eight eight five five nine. Maybe your computer shuts off or. Maybe you lose your, your Wi-Fi signal or, or whatever. Call us and uh, just listen to the by phone. You can also check us out by iTunes and all sorts of other ways, man. We'll be right back after these messages. You're rocking with your boy Pudgy at nt on Twitter, at KLP Radio Show. Check us out on Facebook, and indeed. We're all over the place. Also YouTube got videos on there. We'll be right back. In my life. More innocent people. How many more? How many more? What has been the number one cause of unnatural death in history? Democide, or death by government,
0: has killed 290 million people on record.
1: Look it up. Go look it up. In the 20th century, government murdered four times as many people as were killed in all the international and domestic wars combined. USSR 61,911,000 people killed. Hitler's Germany nearly 21 million people killed. Japan's imperialism, nearly 6 million people killed. Western colonization, killed over 50 million people. Pol Pot's Cambodia, funded by the U.S. government, 2 million people killed. China's Communist Party, as many as 76 million
0: people killed between 1949 and 1987.
1: And the list goes on and on demand to know why the department of homeland security bought more than 1.6 billion hollow point bullets
0: how many more people does government have to kill
1: enough enough
0: demand an end to citizen disarmament
1: as an american as an american citizen as a patriot
0: for your children
1: enough of the people laying down And letting government kill them in mass after disarming them as they've done throughout history over and over again. Now is the time. It's time. It's time to realize that when the government takes your guns,
0: people die. It's time to realize the biggest threat to you and your family is government. It's time to recognize. Government is the greatest killer of
1: all time. Demand they show you the word hunting in the Second Amendment. Demand our politicians uphold the Constitution and Bill of Rights as they swore to when they took office. It's time for our leaders to read the Constitution. It's time for our leaders to obey. The Constitution. The Constitution. The Constitution. Because a well-regulated militia with ten round magazines wouldn't last very long. So now you know the most dangerous thing to you and your family in the world is government. Because mass murderers agree, gun control works.
0: Hey Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today.
1: No problem, Nate.
0: I promise to exercise and eat right.
1: Don't forget 60 minutes of play a day, right?
0: And I'll grow up to be big and strong like you.
1: Absolutely.
0: And play in the NFL. Yes, sir. And be dressing number one. Maybe. And become the starting quarterback
1: of the Panthers. <laughs> okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me. And make Panthers fans forget about you.
0: What? And become your mom's favorite player. Whoa.
1: You don't call yourself a superstar. That's for other people to say. And you don't come out the South Side without a few people having your back. Chicago is my home, my love. It's our time. This is a story about my family, my team, my roots. This is a story of D Rose, and this is only the beginning. department store, born with the ideology, community, and self. We believe that a garment or accessory created by an independent designer can do more for our community on a deeper level. The ability to wear someone's imagination is a beautiful event. Purchasing independent means wearing something unique while supporting those around you. The designers you support could very well be your neighbors, friends, and family. Embrace your indie state of mind. Shop indie. www.dechdri.com. Stay Cherie. Good things come to those who wait. Truth is, good things come to those who work. Who work later. And work harder. They're willing to go farther than anyone else to get them. If you're waiting for good things to come to you, to be waiting for a pretty long time this is LA this is what we do Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the KRP Radio Show. Folks, it's a pleasure to have you guys on here rocking with me as normal. I mean, there's a lot of things to talk about. There's always a lot of topics. There's always people who are highly opinionated on, uh, I I guess, a little bit of everything. It's not only the topics we talk about. I mean, people always have an opinion on something. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I got no complaints on that man. Shout out, shout out to all my opinionated people out there because you guys are what make the world go round. You know, isn't it amazing that it seem it seems like to me now the most opinionated
0: people are the less the least talented. I mean, for real, you gotta you gotta think about the people who we consider
1: um, the front runners or or the spokesmen or I don't know. It just seems like the least talented people always have
0: uh, the most to say about a talent they don't hold. I'm not I'm not saying it's bad to
1: have opinions. I'm not I'm not saying it's bad to gauge people or or to even judge people. I, I never thought judging was bad personally. I mean, people complain about don't judge me, don't judge me, don't do this, don't do that. But I think Franklin is frankly, judging people is a cornerstone of our society. It actually benefits your life to judge people rather than not to judge people.
0: For example, if I was a white guy and I'm not, obviously. Pretty dark, too. By the way, I think that's easily seen. But anyway, anyway, if I was a white guy
1: and uh, um, I was walking down the street
0: and I happened to see ahead of me <clears throat> six teens or six black men that had their pants sagging uh that looked aggressive okay that looked aggressive and see i know right there
1: people want to argue that but you can't argue people looking aggressive some people naturally look aggressive some people look mean you don't have to like it. This is reality. Some people just don't look friendly, just don't look nice. They look, uh, what's the word, crafty. <laughs> but anyway, look, okay, so look, I'm a white guy walking down the street, minding my own damn business. And I'm coming up on five to six black dudes, pants sagging. You know, they don't look friendly, they don't look inviting. And they're
0: just kind of standing there taking up the sidewalk. Now, if it's me, I'm across the street. Now, again, call it judgment? You can call it what you want. I call
1: it safety. Because guess what? Me as a black guy, now I got so much ego, though, that's my problem. Ego, I hope and pray don't get me killed. I can't fight like I used to. I think I can in my mind. It's like sports. Once you get old, you're no good anymore. You tell yourself in your head, you can still do the things that you did as a, as a kid, but that's a lie. Don't believe it. It's a lie. It gets you hurt. Just like having too much pride and too much ego will. But anyway, anyway, getting back to this. If me as a black man, walking down that same
0: street, seeing those same guys, I might not cross the street, but I'm thinking about it. I'll keep it 100. I'm looking. Like, I'm I'm looking at these dudes like...
1: I don't know. I don't know what might just... I don't know what hap- What might happen. I, I got to keep my eye on that one who looked real aggressive.
0: Right? Right or wrong? Now, that's judgment all day. You ain't got to like it. You ain't got to love it. Hell, you don't have to appreciate it. You call me wrong, I'm a stupid. But it's safe. Better believe it. Now, you might criticize people for making statements like
1: that, especially if it was a white guy. And this is why, this is where black people prejudice as hell too. You know, there's, there's white folks that's prejudiced and there's black people that's prejudice and all sorts of races. Everybody got some, not everybody, but every, every race has a degree of prejudiced people. It's just reality. So being smart and not doing stupid things is just reality. And some people will call it judging. You know, people don't like it. They're saying you're wrong. You shouldn't judge and blah, blah, blah. But that's just too bad. Judging keeps you healthy. It keeps you safe. Like if you know that guy at work that all that always into something or, or the one that always blows his money and wants to borrow $5, $2, $10, whatever, you know, over and over and over and over and over and over and over. You know the one who who gets his paycheck and he
0: blows it on Snickers. Grown man here, right? So you know that guy. You don't tell that you came into a lot of money. <laughs> or
1: that guy you don't loan money anymore because you know what's going to happen, right? That's judging too. So you know you as in in, in a society we have to judge to keep ourselves safe. We have to judge to keep those maniacs away from around us or or people who we can't tolerate or people who are unhealthy to be around. We have to judge and we have to gauge these people so we don't bring them into our lives. You have to. And if that's wrong, So be it, folks. Just be wrong. Just deal with it. Oh, well, it is what it is, but your life will be a lot better, (laughs) you know? Anyway, welcome back to the KRP Radio Show, 619-638-8559, www.blogtalkradio.com slash KRP Radio Show. That's K-I-R-P Radio Show, like Kirk. (laughs) Kirk. You know what I mean? Um uh, you can also check us out on uh We're also on Facebook, Facebook dot backslash KRP radio show. And uh you could also find us on uh what we got? Twitter. Yeah, we got Twitter at Symbol N C Pudgy is mine. At Symbol K R P Radio Show is the show. You know, leave your comments, hashtag us K R P or KRP radio show or Asshole or whatever you want to put on there. Uh hashtag Pudgy hashtag ah can't even talk. But um you know, do whatever you gotta do to to contact us and let us know you listen to the show. We definitely appreciate it. Looking at the numbers, man, we just crept over
0: uh I can't see it. I think right now. Sorry, my computer's acting up. But anyway, uh we're
1: over fourteen, sixteen million, one of the two. And uh it's a beautiful thing, man. I'm just I'm, I'm I'm happy to be in this place, but we're barely making it. So we gotta expand the show. We gotta try to. Uh, I don't want to do AM, FM. I don't want to go ahead to satellite radio, but you know, and shout out to the people who offered us you know 30 minute to one hour slots, man. I wish I could make it happen. I appreciate it. Shout out to David David Webb. Love his show. Shout out to Patriot Radio on uh, XM Radio. Doing great things. I love I love what they got to doing. Shout out to Red Eye love what you got going as well. Uh anyway, the shows about parenting and, you know, e- even the stuff that I was just talking about, you know, just in the opening from last commercial break, you know, the judging aspect. You know, we can't be afraid to to tell our children that they should judge. You know, we can't be afraid to tell our children that they should avoid certain people, that they should avoid a certain type of people or a certain caliber of people because You know, frankly, everybody's not nice. Everybody's not cool. Some people just don't want your best interest. They want you to do bad. They want to see you do bad. They want to help you do bad. You know, they want to take from you and take from you. These people are vampires, and you have to call them as you see them, and you have to avoid these people. You know, so we can't be afraid to, in preparing our children, we can't be afraid to tell them that they need to avoid these types of people And we can't be afraid to help them recognize when those type of people are around them or the signs to look for, the warning signals and caution lights and all that good stuff, because there's a lot of people like that in in, in this world. So, you know, talking about preparation, I I don't know if you guys uh, heard the top of the show. You know, I I opened up with an article or part of an article. I I didn't read it verbatim. I was skipping over here and. Adding my own information that I've that I've read prior, but uh, I don't I don't know if you're aware of what's going on in Nairobi, Kenya, right now. Uh, death toll right now at 68, could rise uh, greatly, uh, according to Kenyan officials. But you know, Al Qaeda-linked fighters or terrorists or whatever you want to call them just ran up in the mall and started busting off their guns, just started killing folks. You know, just shooting people at random. Anybody moving, anybody gets it. Just shooting people for no given reason. And uh, there was a girl from North Carolina that that's uh, actually in that mall. That was in that mall. She actually got out. She was rescued or escaped or or, or, or one or the other. Not sure. But uh, she got out and she was telling a story. And as she was telling a story, you know, I was already going to do part one on parenting. Part one of 10 actually and uh talking about parenting as we get ready to launch the website for the Loving Father Society and uh you know I have a couple of speaking engagements this week and uh where I'll be talking on behalf of the Loving Father Society and I'll be talking about parenting and uh I hope that you guys who are all in North Carolina you know I hope that you all can attend uh these events um, just this Thursday, I will be in Cabarrus County. I hope I said that right. I seem to I seem to get it wrong a lot, but I'll be in Cabarrus County, right outside of Charlotte, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, you know, I'll be there. It's a it's a benefit for the Republican Party. They've invited me to come talk. I accept it. I, I gladly accept it. Because uh, you know, I got a lot to say, man, especially about fatherhood, about you know, loving, about inspiring. Uh, it's called the American Liberty Celebration, uh, Cabarrus County Party GOP's fundraising event, September 26th. That's Thursday at 6:30 uh, p.m. Uh, it's a buffet. You know, they're gonna have barbecue. Make sure you're there. Uh, I won't be long with it about this. The address. It's six hundred one Highway six hundred one, excuse me. Troutman's Barbecue Highway six hundred one, Concord, North Carolina. Uh, It'll be buffet, roast beef, uh, Italian style chicken breast. You know, twenty five dollars per person. Uh, Guest speakers will be myself and Jan Morgan. I don't know if you guys are familiar with who Jan Morgan is, but she's a phenomenal woman. She's all over this country. always doing great things man so PIG shout out to Jan Morgan man she's a she's an excellent person and uh she will be there live and I will be there as well bringing you guys nothing but an inspirational and loving message uh if you guys want to know how to get tickets or you want to buy tickets make sure you sign up at uh, eventbrite.com and uh the event is called the American Liberty Celebration okay if you need more information, make sure you contact Miss Adi Christ Adi Chris at uh O-D-D-Y-C-R-I-S-T at c t c at CTC.net. And you could also contact uh Sean McGowan 704-957-6968. And uh remember it's from 630 to 830 or till 830. And I hope to see you guys there. Again, Jan Morgan. Second Amendment advocate, uh, nationally known journalist, NRA-certified firearms instructor, and myself, president of the Loving Father Society, and uh, host of the KRP radio show. So I hope to see you guys there and uh, come join us and, you know, all that good stuff. But anyway, uh, you know, talk about parenting. I, I, I think you can start with, man, I sound like Obama when I did that. I hate that. Sorry, I got so much to say and so much that's on my mind at one time, but I think I'll start with—I don't know if you want to call this a lesson or or a lecture or or we could just call it a one-sided conversation where I'm talking and you're listening,
0: but you know, we cannot be afraid to call uh, black black and white white, you know. My
1: grandmother would say you, you can't be afraid to call a spade a spade. And uh I think that's part of the problems that we have as parents in teaching our children is because you know, number one, we, we wanna always give off the right information. Like we always wanna give off the right aura. Those of us who care And those of us who aren't bigots and prejudiced in any manner, we don't want to come off as those, you know. uh, We don't want to come off as prejudiced or as bigots. And, you know, we don't want to come off as we hate a certain race of people or a certain type of people or anything like that. You know, so when we talk to our children, we have to be very careful about the things that we tell them to look out for. But I just got to keep it 100 with y'all, man. I got to keep it real with you. You know, you got to be specific. And and you also got to let your kids know that, you know, every time you see uh, a mean-looking black guy standing on a corner with his pants sagging doesn't mean he's a bad guy. You know, you got to be specific in saying that everybody's not like this guy that you might see that you know is bad or that is behaving or acting a certain way. You know, you can't be, you got to let them know that, you know, every white guy who's talking this talk and who's not comfortable with black people and and doesn't understand uh, or the slang you might talk or doesn't understand your culture. You know, you, you, you got to explain to your children that, you know, just because they don't understand your culture doesn't mean that they hate you. It means that they don't understand your culture simply, you know, and, and that's a hard thing to do when, when talking to children because, you know, they're so impressionable that they, it's the smallest thing you tell them, they'll take it and run with it. And before you know it, they'll be hating everybody who don't understand the culture and every black guy with his pants sagging or, every black person or every person that looks intimidating to them. And and one thing I know for sure, intimidating to me isn't intimidating to you guys. You know, some places that I go and some people that I encounter and people that I talk to may seem the worst to you but all okay to me. You know, I'm used to that. I'm cool with that. I can get with that. Where you may not be, you know, you may be uncomfortable as hell and don't want to be around the type of people that I'm around. And that's okay, you know, and, and, and that's part of the things that we have to talk to our children about. You know, you know, you set that level of comfortability. You know, you set that level of, of who you're comfortable around and what type of people you invite in your surroundings and that you inviting in your life. You know, people that you're comfortable with as you grow older, not as children, because as a child, it's our responsibility as parents to gauge that for them, because frankly, they haven't experienced enough to gauge that for themselves in all cases. So that's where we have to come in. But, you know, we got to let them know that, you know, some of your friends are going to be okay with you, but I'm not going to be okay with them. And here's why. You know, I've seen people like this before. I've heard people who talk like that before. You know, I, I used to have a friend that was like that or that only came around when you had money or only came around when you had the keys to the car or, you know, won't come around when they have or, you know, not the type of people that, that share or, you know, it's it's all types of people that we encounter. And it's up to us to explain it to our children. And if we don't, we failed our children. You know, a lot of the problems lie in parents trying to be too politically correct. You know, parents don't want to say, "Hey, you know what? This is this type of dude right here. You you shouldn't be around right now." And especially our daughters. You know, this is not the guy for you to chill with. You know, this is not the guy that should be over my house when I'm not here. You know, for me, there's not going to be any guys over my house when I'm not here with my daughter. But I'm just saying in general. You know, we got to be comfortable on us enough, excuse me, and we got to have the relationship, enough of a relationship with our children, and, and they need to understand us enough and love us enough and be around us, and that's a key one, be around us, you know, they need to be around us enough to understand where we're coming from, so they know that when we say something that might not sound right, you know, something that might just seem a little bit too drastic or a little bit too judgmental, you know, they need to know who we are and, and know that we have their best interests at heart that we believe you know in taking care of our children we believe in loving them so the messages and the lessons that we have for them are based solely on that and nothing more you know and sometimes as parents we got to know that you know it it's okay to be wrong you know we're going to be wrong sometimes some of the messages that we ha- some of the messages that we have and that we talk to them about or some of the opinions we might have about their friends we're just going to be dead ass wrong We're not going to be right, but in being wrong was in their best interest. You know, we can't forget that. And if our children understand us and they're around us and they communicate, we, we talk to them and we laugh and have a good time and we talk about serious topics and we discuss things with them, you know, they know where we're coming from. So even though we were wrong about that guy, they're not going to hold that against us. Because we saw something that we were familiar with, and they got to understand that. But the only way they're going to understand that is if we communicate with them. So, you know, we can't be afraid to be judgmental. You know, we can't be afraid to call what we see and and put that out there to them. You know, we can't be afraid to talk to them about that stuff because, you know, the minute you're silent because you think you might be wrong is the day that you're going to lose. I'm here to tell you. Like, that time that you tell your friend, look, man, don't, you know, you're looking at them not putting on a seatbelt, and, and you're putting on yours, and you're thinking about telling them, but the minute you don't tell them, it's probably the minute they'll have the accident and fly through the windshield. You know, you got to go with your heart, man. You know, if love is your best, if love is your agenda, don't be afraid to say out of love and in love what you feel need to be said. You know, don't be afraid to do that, and if we can't do that with our children, we're going to lose, and that's what happens majority of the time in today's society with, with uh, I'll say, young adults, and, and I don't mean young in the terms of uh, teenagers with children or early 20-somethings with small children, but I mean 30s and 40-something-year-olds young with uh, teenagers or young kids where we lose is trying to be their best friend instead of being their parent. Where we lose is of af- being afraid to piss them off. You know, where we lose is being afraid to be wrong and and being afraid to say something and fear that we're going to lose the relationship that we have with our children. You know, that's where we that's where we're really losing. And and that's one of the problems that I see in our society, you know, a, a lot of my friends won't talk to their children about sex right now. You know, they won't talk about condoms right now or 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 what can happen if you don't wear them right now. And and the reason I put the emphasis on right now is because, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm going to wait until they get this old. or I'm going to wait until they're ready. Yeah, I got news for you. Your child is never going to be ready if you're raising them right. But the world is already ready. Their friends are already ready. Their friends are talking about it. They're talking about it, whether you know it or not. Even if they don't know what the they're talking about, they're still talking about it, you know, with their friends. Because when their friends bring up the topic, they're not going to be silent. And if they are silent, their friends aren't going to shut up because they're uncomfortable or because they know what's going on. Their friends are going to continue to talk about it. And then you know what's going to happen?
0: Your child
1: that you love so much, your innocent child is now being educated by another child who probably weren't educated on the topic correctly. And that's what you do not want. So while you're sitting around saying uh, right now, right now needs to be right now instead of tomorrow, instead of waiting until they're taught by their friends, and they're lying somewhere in your house or a friend of yours' house or their friend's house, laid up with some man or laid up with some woman. This is where we're failing. And if we don't get outside of our box and start getting more comfortable talking about these topics with our children, we are going to lose. That's the reason teenage pregnancy is so high. It's not only the children's fault. It's our fault. Because we're just as uncomfortable as they are. And we don't want to talk about it. And we're afraid that if we talk about it now, we might open some door. You ain't gonna open no door no more than the door they wanna open and lay their ass in someone's bed. I'm here to tell you. If you got a better shot of talking about sex and drugs and the topics, you got a better shot of them not doing it by talking about it than than you do. Not talking about it at all. I meant to say you got a better shot talking about it. Sorry, than not talking about it at all. Let me please be clear on that. So you know, while you're sitting around waiting for the right time, the time is now, because if you got a young team, and and it's unfortunate, but now, you know, with me coaching kids and always being around kids and being a mentor and and you know talking to so many different parents and. You know, in doing what we do with the Love and Father Society, you know, I'll say the age is somewhere around 11 to 12 is when you need to start having these conversations. You know, I had a conversation with my son the first time at age 11 and went back in at 12 and 13 and 14. And guess what? We don't talk about it again. His birthday is in three days. We're going to talk about it again shortly after his birthday. Because you know what? They're talking about it every day at school, every day in the gym, every day in the park, every day on the phone. You know, these kids are talking about sex, drugs, and everything else under the sun every single day. All the topics that you're uncomfortable talking about, they're talking about it on a regular basis. So you know what? It's time that we talk about these topics with our children on a regular basis, if not we are going to continue to lose. You know, some parents out here, they think that it's only uh, uh, the only conversation they need to be having with their children is on sports or hygiene or or college. And guess what? You're losing because you're talking about college and them and their friend are talking about sex. Or or your son in his homie talking about smoking weed because the songs are. You know, all the songs are talking about drugs and sex. That's all they talk about, you know, from any genre other than country, any genre that I know under the sun is talking about sex, drugs, and and, and things like that, you know, and we just can't be afraid to talk about these topics. Because if we do, and we are afraid to talk about these topics, and we continue to go where we've been going we're going to continue to lose our children to the same things that we're afraid to talk about so you know this week you know i'm going to i'm i'll be out in uh jomeyoki in the mountains in north carolina on uh september 28th which will be next saturday or sunday can't remember what day. I, I I wanna say this on uh next Saturday. Can we get a calendar up? See if we can get our calendar up and I'll let you guys know exactly where we're going to be or where I'm gonna be with a host of other people. And uh tell you guys what's going on and how you can be there and, and the address or or uh, the location. There's more of a location in the mountains. Uh, so, September 28th, that is this coming Saturday, I will be at a Constitution Day rally in uh Miyoki, North Carolina. And uh, I'm ready to bring that message to the masses that will be in Joe Miyoki on September 28th at the North Carolina Constitution Day rally. I'm hoping that a lot of families will come out. I'm hoping that a lot of people will, uh, you know, bring their neighbors, you know, bring their cousins, aunts, uncles, you know, bring everybody with you to this Constitution Day rally. Because, you know, there's going to be some great speakers there. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Forrest will be in the house. You know, make sure you come out and and check him out. Uh, also, Jan Morgan again, who I just who I'll be with on that Thursday in uh, Cabarrus County, Concord. You know, she'll be one of the speakers there as well. Uh, the lit Ben Smith, Bill Flynn, another uh, talk radio host. Shout out to him. Uh, Scott Cumby, uh, who also ran for. Uh, The Senate, if I'm not mistaken, North Carolina, I forget what district, I want to say 40-something or 19, I can't remember. Uh, Major Dave Gauthier will be there. Uh, James Manship, uh, you know, North Carolina Senate candidate, uh, Mark Maher, North Carolina Supreme Court Justice. Uh, You know, the list goes on and on and on. And, you know, a lot of grassroots activists, uh, a lot of Tea Party goers, a lot of people will be out there in Pinnacle, North Carolina. So it'll start at ten thirty a.m. Uh we'll end at five fifty p.m. It's in Mioki Park, eleven forty Paces Place Road, again in Pinnacle, North Carolina. Uh for more information, log on to www.joemioki.net. Let me spell it for you. That's J-O-M-E-O-K-E-E dot net jomioki.net. Make sure you check that out. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of love out there, man. Check out Dan Forrest, Jan Morgan, and myself along with an, a great host of other
0: uh, uh, beautiful Americans that will be out there in the house. So, looking forward to seeing you guys out there, man.
1: And uh, as we continue the, the various parts of parenting. And uh, this week, you know, part one, our first lesson or or, or uh, lecture or whatever you want to call it is, is entitled, you know, Don't Be Afraid to Judge in Preparing Your Children. And uh, I appreciate you guys for rocking with me tonight with this hour of the KRP Radio Show. You know, next week we'll be right back. Be on the lookout for more shows coming your way on the WM3G Network on the Miller Marketing Media Network. Uh a lot of a lot of great things are happening. We'll be doing a lot of traveling in the next couple of months. And uh I just hope you guys will be, you know, inviting as inviting as you have been on this radio show. I definitely appreciate with you. I definitely appreciate you, excuse me, in in in, in rocking with me. And I appreciate serving you. So uh until next week, folks, we'll be back and uh Part two, parenting, we'll have a surprise guest on, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, 619-638-8559 is the number. If you got an email comment or you're looking to be on the show or maybe you want to advertise or broadcast or anything that you got going on under the sun that you may have a question or comment about, hit us up on uh, our email. That's radio at com. Also, you can call us say K-I-R-P,
0: uh, man, I'm sorry, I forgot the number. <laughs> oh, my God. That's embarrassing.
1: My bad. 909-K-I-R-P-102 is the number. Again, that's 909-K-I-R-P-102. Sorry about that brain freeze. Anyway, 9 o'clock, man, we got to go. We got another show to do. Thanks for listening to the K-I-R-P radio show, folks. Next week, we'll catch you guys again at symbol NC Project. It's me on Twitter, at SymbolKRP Radio Show is the show. We'll be back with you guys next week live with Part 2 of Parenting. Check you guys out later. Remember, communication is the key. Open your mouth and say hello to someone that you've never spoke to before, and life will be beautiful. God is love, and love is God. I'm out of here. Thanks for listening to
0: the show. Real goal recognize, real goal recognize, real goal recognize, real, real phony goal,
1: recognize, still, still recognize I will.
0: Like we always do with this time. I go
1: for mine, I get the shine, let's go your hands.